Hey everyone, welcome back to Creative Confessionals. I'm Kelly Taylor. And I'm Maddie Rose. So I think like a lot of people in this pandemic time, we've been watching a lot of Netflix. I've been binge watching so much. My recent binge was Firefly Lane. It's about two young girls who meet as teenagers and they form a really fast friendship, become best friends, and they remain friends throughout their teens, their 20s, 30s, 40s, and it kind of takes you back and forth from their teenage life to now and they're in their 40s. And it's super cute, super, super sweet. And it reminded me so much of my childhood best friend. And I kind of had an idea. It was like, hmm, well, why don't I have my childhood best friend on the show? So that's exactly what we have for you guys today. We have my childhood friend. We've been friends for, God, I think, God, almost 30 years. I feel so old saying that. But hence the word childhood people. So I would like to welcome... <laughs> AJ to Creative Confessionals. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you guys? Thank you for having me. Thanks. For oh, we're so excited us. to have this you. It's going to be so much yeah. fun. I'm excited too. So before we get rolling, Maddie and I like to play a little game called Rad Thing, Bad Thing, where we basically say one really cool or as we call it, rad thing that happened to us in the past week or so. And then one not so rad, what we call bad thing. You down to play? Always. All right. So Maddie, why don't you kick things off? What was your rad thing this week? It's not even my rad thing. I'm stealing it from someone else because I am so beyond proud of them. My rad thing that I'm stealing is my sister, who is my older sister, older but shorter. My <laughs> older sister had to do this really crazy hard licensing exam today for her career. And it is like this behemoth monster of an exam that she has been studying her ass off for. And I mean, like studying to the point where it was like having a second full-time job. She's been, she's been going hard and she passed that bitch today. Nice. She wrote it this morning and she passed it and I could not be more proud of her. So that is, that is my red thing is that my sister is one hell of a badass, smart, incredible, amazing human being. And I get to call her my sister. So yeah, that's, that's my awesome. rad thing today. Yeah. And what about you, Kel? What was your rad thing for this week? So I've been working on this animation project for a little while, I think since maybe November. And today I got an email from the director and he sent me the like the first little animation of the character in full little like animation mode. Like I think she's just like, blinking or I don't know what the hell she's doing. I think I sent it to you, Maddie. Um, I don't know what she's doing. She's like a, she's like this little child scientist, um, kind of like Stewie, sort of, I guess, mm-hmm. a family guy, except like a, like a little girl, like this foul mouth little, so. Yeah, she's, she's click clacking away on two yeah, 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 separate yeah. keyboards. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was like, oh, that makes me so happy. And That's so awesome when you get to see things start to come together. You get to see yeah. the little building blocks come together. That's awesome. It becomes real. It's real life. Mm-hmm. All right, AJ, what's up? What's your rad thing? My rad thing is little dude, my baby, uh, Declan, is 18 months and he's starting to talk a lot more and he now says, I love you. Aww. Oh, no. <sighs> And do you want to die? Because it is the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> so 
that is definitely my rad thing you know mom stuff <laughs> oh my god I felt my ovaries just like squeeze <laughs> a little bit there that is like the cutest thing Aww. ever oh that's so funny that is not the first time I've heard that the nurse that takes care of him at my pediatrician's office says it every time she sees oh, I heard I saw funny. the video of him singing too Oh, the Winnie the Pooh. The oh, yes. We song. went to Disney. That was that would have been my rad thing, but then he said I love you, and that totally topped it. Oh, that that yeah. has to top it. <laughs> he went on the Winnie the Pooh ride once. He's never <laughs> ever watched the cartoon. And he came back two days later, started singing Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the no. Pooh. So funny. And it's so funny because you loved Winnie, the- you loved Tigger. You used to love Tigger. And he so. has a three foot tall Tigger that he drags around the house. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. Super fun. So yeah, that's my rant. My bad thing is that today my grandmother, who was also old as dirt, so don't feel bad, had an amazing life. She did pass away. So Aww. that's my Aww. bad thing. But it's not so bad because she really wanted to be with my grandfather. So I know she's in a better place now. Aww. So. Sorry to uh, hear that. Well, I'm so, it so sorry to hear okay. that. Okay. It's absolutely okay. So, you know, I mean, she lived gotta... a long life. 90. Yeah. That's, that's an amazing life. That's she, like, I'm not even joking, guys. She was like asking to go Aww. all the time. Why is it? Why isn't my husband here? Aww. Where is he? You know, because, you know, yeah. Where did he go? You know, you're like, Grandma, I'm sorry. You know, like, how many times can you break the news to somebody? It's, yeah. uh, you know. When my grandfather was in the hospital passing, he was a travel writer. Him and my grandmother were travel writers. She used to take the photos and he, uh, or he used to take the photos and she used to write the articles. And when he was passing, he would ask things like, um, how come, where did the pyramids go? Like he thought he was on his travels and he was looking out the window and he couldn't see the pyramids or he would ask where other landmarks would go. And I would just start, I'd just start saying, well, you know, they're down the street. Don't worry. You just can't see them. I just would play along with him because man, being on his travels was so much more fun than being in in the hospital. So of course, of course. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. But we're good. Everything is awesome. She's in a better place and we're all here together today. So I'm happy. All right, Maddie, what was your bad thing? You know, I, Almost, I was, I was so, so close to not having a bad thing this week because honestly, my sister passing that exam was, uh, do you ever watch, did you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? Yes. There's that episode where I, I, Lord knows what's happening in it, but Barney is, I think someone's in the hospital. I think someone's giving birth or something, but Barney's in the hospital with them and he's like getting food from the vending machine and he gets uh, a bag of gummy bears and he pulls out and he he turns out he had two bags of gummy bears and he just holds them up and he's like, I don't even care. I don't even care what else happens today. This is just the greatest thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's how I feel about my sister and her exam. So I was like, I don't even care what happens today. Everything's great. And then I went to feed my dog who is panting beside me right now because he's so pleased with himself. Um, I went to go feed my dog and I have um, our our broom is like hung up on a hook on the back of the door which is where I where I feed him where his food is it's in a pantry um and as I went to feed him he was so excited he knocked the broom off and whacked me in the head with it so so I got this this happened right before we were recording today because my dog gets a bedtime snack 
um, because otherwise he his tummy gets a little hungry and he's a lab so he just wants food all the time so yeah <laughs> literally like half an hour before we went to record this I was like I have no bad thing everything is great today I don't even care what happens today is great and then he bobbed me on the head with a broom and I was like ah thank you universe there is my bad thing <laughs> at least there's balance mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> right. It all <laughs> even. Does. I told you last week with my bad thing. I think the yeah. universe just wants us to have content for our podcast. Right. I know. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought of because your last week's bad thing is you you fell off your your new fitness board. Yeah. And and hit your knee. And I remember you saying the exact same thing. Yeah. I was like, I have no bad thing. And then all Life of a sudden, is great. <laughs> yeah. And then nope. all of a sudden. <laughs> you now have a bad thing and yeah I thought the exact same thing when it happened I went oh there it is yes great it's <laughs> you just tell. you know life's way of keeping you in check guys you know you're way right? too happy in <laughs> exactly. quarantine something weird is going on I'm just yeah. joking not allowed <laughs> <laughs> and what about you Kel did you uh fall off your fitness board again this week or is it something else no not yet but wait for it that'll be tomorrow night I'm sure so we've talked on the show a little bit about anxiety I experience anxiety pretty badly sometimes. And this weekend was one of those times where it was not a good time. And I didn't sleep because I kept waking up in panic attacks and thought today I was going to get a decent amount of sleep. Nope, didn't happen. And yeah, and now we're here. So maybe, maybe tonight we'll see. I don't know. It sucks. That's draining when you have a really bad anxiety day. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> when you don't sleep. Yeah, I know oh, about good. no sleep, but mine is not anxiety. His name is Declan, my tiny terrorist. <laughs> He's had me hostage for 18 months now, plus. <laughs> and it will be 18 years. <laughs> Happily hostage, though, to be honest. Yeah. He's awesome. I can't even lie. But there's definitely a lack of sleep. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Tiny humans, they require a lot of attention. But they're also a lot of fun. So it like it balances out. In like this yeah that, yeah that you think you know because you know like I basically raised my baby brother so you think you have an idea right but when it's your own everything changes game changer everything changes game changer <laughs> totally for sure well I asked Maddie to basically come up with a bunch of questions because I feel like you and I have like a lot of fun stories from at least being teenagers and, and stuff and crazy things. Like, I mean, Maddie knows me pretty well. She knows that my parents are clowns. And one of my favorite facts about you. I adore that fact. I feel like I just know things and I'm like, you know, and I'm sure if someone just asked us a bunch of questions. It would just like come back to us like that. So let's see how much of our childhood we remember. Now, I grew up in Florida. And I moved to Canada when I was 15, almost 16. So we spent like our childhood together, our adolescence and like the first year, first year of high school. So we, we still kept in touch though. Um, and this is before email or just when email had started. So this is before social media. This is before texting. We kept in touch the old school way, y'all. We wrote letters to each other. Now, if you guys don't know what that is, you get a, a paper and a pen and, and you write stuff on it and then you send it in the mail and they get it like three days later. I thought you were going to say that you stayed in touch by calling each other's landlines. I didn't know. Well, we, were we going did that, that too, except letters. that became very expensive because yeah, landlines were really Canada expensive back, back in the back day. Then. So long distance yeah. calling was 
my parents weren't happy when we did that. But we we did call. But yeah, so we called. We um, instant messaged each other on AOL. That was probably our first social media and email. So yeah, our friendship has stood the test of time, no doubt. So the Spice Girls were really just singing about us. Listen, if you can, if you can live through dial up, you can live through anything. I can hear that sound. Oh my God. I can hear it. so like. All right, Maddie, shoot away. Shoot, shoot a question. Any question. Yeah. Well, my, my first question, sorry, Kel, I'm taking you right out of this question, but my first question is just for you, AJ. So in our very first episode, we talked about the different hats that we wear as creative folks. So for example, Kelly was saying that she is a producer and an actor and a voice actor. And I usually go under the hats of producer and actor. But I mean, we also wear hats that aren't creative hats. So I also wear the hat of dog mom and cat aunt and you know all of those other fun things ice cream maker bread maker plant mom so I was curious what your hats are I'd love to get to know you a little better oh god the hats first of all on the addition that I actually adore hats and probably have about five million amazing my son has all of them hostage and plays with them you know one of your hats is hat owner Exactly. Absolutely. Fashionista. Right. Not in the trendy way, just my, you know, my own style, which if, you know, Kelly will tell you, I've always marched to my own beat, you know, (laughs) and I stand by it. It hasn't always been what's on trend, but it's always worked. (laughs) You're talking to someone who's literally wearing a camo jumpsuit right now. So I feel you, I get you. It has pockets. everything I own has pockets every dress I wore during my pregnancy had pockets pockets are essential for life so it's just amazing my my wedding dress will have pockets that's awesome yes pajamas should have pockets why not you need things in your pocket when you're sleeping chapstick especially if it's cold right Mm -hmm. I love to paint I love to draw I love to sing I love to dance I love being a mom that's the most unexpected thing of all that I honestly never in my life thought would happen but it did. And thank God he knew what he was doing or whatever you believe in. doesn't have to be God, but somebody had a plan for me that was not mine and it happened and I'm happy about it. So freak accident, who knows, but a blessing nevertheless. I always felt uncomfortable growing up with the, uh, the idea of being an artist. Mm-hmm. So I prefer, cause I don't really like labels. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just like the word creator. Yeah, that's what that's what we feel. That's why we call it creative confessional because we feel like you're exactly. just creative. You create. And I just want to make stuff, whether yeah. it's, you know, right now I'm writing a, a book, like a tween novel. I'm, you know, working with you guys a little bit. I'm also doing some inventions because having a kid gives you a whole bunch of ideas, but making them work. Oh my God, inventions are expensive. So I need to sell the book first before I can even do <laughs> So, you know, but I still got a million ideas I want to put out there and they're all good. So it will, it'll all happen one day. You just got to, you know, figure out where in the timeline we can put it. <laughs> yeah, sure. so absolutely. That's basically me. Like I'm a very laid back, roll with the punches, kind of laid back and yet yeah, and no, I still have my, I'm very sh- like uh, firm on my morals. I won't bend for people when I believe in something. That's it. I'll listen to you. I'll consider it. I'm very considerate. But if I really believe something in my heart and and whatever it is, I'm going to do what's best for me. You can talk to me about whatever you feel and I'll listen all day. But 
at the end of the day, I believe and I feel what I believe, you know, so that, that just makes me, and I think that's also what helps a person be creative is that you can listen to other people and you can explore their inspirations. But at the end of the day, your core morals are who you are. And that's always going to show in whatever you make. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So now, now that I have gotten to know you a little better and your the hats that you wear and your creative outlets, I want to straight up know what you and Kelly did together creatively. Did you have any creative endeavors together? Did you, Kelly, I think it was the last episode you talked about doing skits at that recess. That wasn't with AJ though. Do you remember <sighs> like I think fifth grade but we would make up little like skits, little plays at recess, and we would beg our, our teacher um, if we could recreate it in class. Yeah, but that wasn't with AJ, but AJ was a cheerleader. And cheerleading was a huge passion for me, even past my, my Florida days. And I ended up being on like a competitive cheerleading team in Ontario when I moved here. So... AJ played a big part in that because when I moved to Florida, AJ was like the cool girl. And I was the opposite of the cool girl, but I wanted to be friends with the cool girl. And AJ was a cheerleader. So I wanted to be a cheerleader. And God bless you girls for putting up with me, I think, the first year because I was awful. I could not hit a move to save my life. But AJ would work with me. She would work with me on my dances and my cheers and was very patient with this uncoordinated little girl. You know what? I really think you're looking back now. I don't think it was the coordination was, you know, you just had never done it before. That's true. So you can't just expect to be awesome at something right away. Your other problem is you are double jointed in your arms. I am. So making a V for you was like a this weird shape and yeah. I was like no 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 you're going too far no it doesn't look good no we gotta hold that back a little yeah. bit so I remember that now that I look back but we did like I remember we used to take your dad's guitar all the time oh yeah and we would like try to write songs oh you know what I have a video I mean I don't know whether I have a video anymore but I mm-hmm. make a reference to Landis Morissette's Jag a Little Pill about that being like the first album that I bought. And you and I wore that CD out so much. We made a music video to that. And I remember we were lip syncing to it. And I just remember like you worked the camera, like you knew what you were doing. You worked the camera, like you were making a music video, like it was your music video. And then, yeah, you would write songs. And I think I even have a video of you singing a song that you wrote a cappella. I'm going to need this video footage. Oh, I'm going to have to dig through when, when quarantine's done. You know what would help me get through this quarantine, though? If you found those videos, Cal. I'll work on it. I'll, I'll call my mom I want to see these, uh, <laughs> these music videos. Oh For God. sure. But yeah, so we, we were always creative together. I think AJ was one of my first like creative influences, honestly. I'm just crazy. It's not creative. I'm just <laughs> being, you have to be crazy to be creative ideas. though. Trust me. Just pop it in my We're head not normal. And... No, no, no. There's a certain level of needing to enjoy chaos. I think that that is usually involved with being a creative person. I have this book and there's a, I have it highlighted in my book. I'm too far from my bookshelf right now to grab it, but it says something along the lines of like, Acting is for those who are 
diseased. And once you have the acting bug, you can't get rid of it kind of mm-hmm. a thing. And I've, it's, I, I'm going to have to get the quote for next time, but it is something that I have like always kind of held true as a belief of mine is if you get hit with that bug of that creative bug, that that is all you can do with your life. It, it's like, you don't even have another choice. So oh, yeah, sure. it takes, it takes a certain level of crazy to, <laughs> to want to be a creative. And There's a reason why, why we're doing a podcast right now, y'all. People like me, for example, and saying, so have you guys ever, I mean, Kelly, you've been to Miami once. Have you ever been to Miami? I've not been to Miami. No, I've been to Florida, but not, not Miami. So let's say for example, and I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there at you. Somebody like, you know, chaos creative, right? Miami, the people here refuse, even if they can refuse to speak English, they prefer and want to be spoken in Spanish. Now I do speak Spanish. Problem is They all speak improper grammar way too quickly and different dialects. So it makes it very hard for me. So my creative side comes out sometimes. (laughs) And they tell me things like, what do you mean? You don't speak Spanish? And I go, and that means, do you speak Russian? I said, oh, no, I'm sorry. And I don't speak Russian, but I know a couple of phrases enough to fuck some people up. So I'll throw that out there. I'm like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm not Hispanic. I don't speak Spanish. But last week it got to a point. It was so bad. I literally started greeting everybody with a Southern accent. Hey, y'all, how you doing today? How can I help you? Oh, okay. Because we're limited staff right now. So I have to be front desk, even though I am the AGM of the company. But what happened were two things. They did not expect me to speak Spanish. So I might adopt the accent permanently at work. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so I know Kelly as an actor and a producer. And that's how we became good friends. We met through acting. She hired me in one of the shows that she was producing and our characters were supposed to be best friends. And then we became best friends in real life because we're cute like that. But we went to do a show that was heavily involving stage combat. And Kel was like, oh no, I'll be okay. I'll be able to pick up the cryo because I used to be a cheerleader. And I was like, huh, (laughs) what? I've known you for all this time and I had no idea about your cheerleading background. So now I'm kind of fascinated about that part of her life that I just knew nothing about. So I would love to know your cheerleading experience. And AJ, please enlighten me on Kelly's cheerleading experience. How did it happen? What what part of cheerleading were you involved in? Were you one of the people that got thrown into the air and flipped around? What was what was the whole deal? Start from the beginning and, you know, bring me all the way through it. So I started off when I was really young. Cheerleading actually was in AJ's family, like her two older sisters were cheerleaders. Her mom was a cheerleader. AJ was the cool girl and I wanted to be friends with the cool girl. So everybody was cheerleaders. All I knew from what cheerleading was, because this is like, keep in mind, this is like the mid 90s. This is before Bring It On. So all I knew from cheerleading was what I would see on TV, which was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm talking about the movie because this was before the TV show. But I forgot the movie exists. We should probably all forget that the movie existed. So yeah, I joined the cheerleading team and we just did cheers and dances and we would perform at our school's pep rallies, basketball games. We had pep rallies? We had pep 
rallies. How American. See, my like high school experience and and like school experience did not involve cheerleading whatsoever, but not just because it wasn't necessarily something I was interested in, but it wasn't like at my school. Like it well, wasn't a big thing for in my experience. So this is when I was in Florida. So cheerleading was really big in Florida and I continued to cheer until I moved here, you know, and I think I really loved it because it reminded me so much of Florida and that's so much of my childhood and adolescence and growing up. My cheerleading experience was very different from when I lived in Florida to when I was in high school. And I'm sure AJ has really fun stories about me being a cheerleader in Florida. So I'll let her take (laughs) over that. Yeah. So do you have any fun stories? Do you know what's so weird is that I remember most of our middle school, we were doing cheerleading together and Mm -hmm. my mom was the coach. But for whatever reason, this is also the time that my parents were going through that horrible divorce. Mm -hmm. Like I have 90% of my life is like blocked out. I don't remember shit. Well, you you didn't do it our last year. Well, and I also did not do it with you at MCC. Right. Yeah. So like I said, like our cheerleading days are very different. My first year of cheerleading was pretty comical. I was just, I just remember being really bad. Like, like you said, like I I couldn't hit a, hit a V to save my life. You didn't know how to count music yet. I couldn't, I couldn't count. Like an eight count was like, what, what is that? Yeah. So I was, I was pretty clunky. What, what's surprising to me is your perspective on that. Honestly, we're like, oh, well, you were so patient with me and you, it's nice to hear that because I don't remember like how I was. (laughs) Oh, it's good to hear that I was a good friend at that time. I think AJ was the inspiration for me to become a better cheerleader. You find new things. Find new Like theater and performing in in your case anyways, Kel. Which is actually funny because AJ was the drama was the drama geek. I wasn't. See, so now you inspire me. I'm so proud of you. Everything you're doing in Toronto and in Canada with your company and all your basic bays and just phenomenal. Be proud of yourself because I'm proud of you. Oh, I second that. I am in that same boat of uh, super proud of Kel. We adore her. You're going to sit there awkwardly and and listen to us just compliment you because this is what happens when you have two people who adore you on the same podcast. Let us love you. So switching gears a little bit. AJ, now that you know a performer, an actor, a voice actor, a producer, has it changed the way that you, you view other actors, other performers, perhaps the way that you see media or anything do you look at it any differently do you think about it any differently now that you have such a close friend who is an actor and performer I would just have to say not really only because I'm a, I'm a really open-minded person in general and I'm not judgmental I think that's how it's so easy for me to always make friends is like, honestly at the end of the day I just I want to be a good nice person like I feel like if everybody was that way this world would be a lot better of a place I'm just yeah. happy that she's happy and that you all are happy and people are doing the things that they love to do and that's the way it kind it should be it should be a hundred percent everybody makes it so difficult you know and it just doesn't need to be that way because when you start judging or criticizing or like hey you know what it looks like they had a good time up there I've known Kel for a few years now, and I have seen her hair change from blonde to blue to purple, I think, are the three that I've seen. Yeah. But what colors have you seen? I want to know what what colors of the rainbow and what color was Kel's hair when you first met her? Ooh. Well, she had her natural color, which, which was is. like... I don't think I've seen it. Like a mousy it brown. Is, it's a very dark mousy brown. I agree. Not, no, no, no. Sorry. Not very dark. It's a medium Like a medium brown. mousy brown. Yeah. At a very young age, 
just, I think it might've been my influence somehow. We started bleaching your hair or dyeing it. Oh yes, we did. We slowly <laughs> lightened my hair. We started with sun in. I think you introduced me to that. And then for some reason, I don't know. I just really wanted blonde hair. I wanted to be the blonde cheerleader from Florida. And then we dyed it. God, I don't know what the hell we used, but I looked like a pumpkin. And I remember it was around <laughs> Halloween and I think people thought I did it on purpose. And then I finally went to the salon and I got it bleached properly. And then you dyed my hair for me when I came to visit you in Miami. I went through this Christina Aguilera dirty phase where I wanted the black streaks in my hair. And then I thought I would do like a really cool twist and I would put some red in it. No idea what the fuck I was doing. It looked awful, but I thought it was so fucking cool. I wasn't. For those Don't we all listening. have those trends, those photos that we have from when we were kids that you're thinking, how the hell did I think that looked good? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what's so funny though? I think I have chopped, dyed, cut, and done everything possible to my hair. 90% of the time I have not been sober. And for whatever reason, I am blessed by God. It always comes out great. I've had blue, purple ombre. I did like, I did all this crazy without knowing anything. Growing up, you know, you're just like, oh, this is going to be really cool. Yeah, I definitely went through a few hair phases as well. I also went through a bit of a blonde phase. I was looking for a photo of my sister and I, and I looked at the photo and I was like, I was so blonde there. So yeah, I've definitely gone through some hair phases myself too. So before we wrap this up, we need to talk about my parents being clowns. <laughs> yes, please. That's one of my favorite facts about Kelly is that her her parents are clowns. And it's a fun thing. because I think the way I figured that out was it's not something that you often like share with people. I mean, I don't yeah. think you hide it by any means, but it just doesn't often come up in conversation when you first meet people. Well, I mean, how often but, does what your parents do for a living come up in conversation? Exactly. No, it makes yeah. it makes complete sense. But I think when I first discovered that your parents were clowns were was because on your phone, you have your parents' phone number under the clowns? Yes, I do. And so I have a picture of them as clowns on yeah. it. That's so when your funny. phone rings sometimes, you just said, oh, the clowns are calling. And I went, huh? What? Who are the clowns? And it's your parents. I live on the it set. Don't worry. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, just totally normal thing for me. How did you find out, AJ? I don't remember how that you happened. You know how I how I remember finding out is that Colette found out before me and she started working as a clown for your parents. I remember that. I remember Colette and her friend my worked sister. for my parents. Yeah. And then yeah. I think I did once or twice, I did mm -hmm. face painting for you guys. Yes. But do you remember? You poor thing. I think like <laughs> fifth grade or something, she would pick me up from school in the car line as a clown. One time she came to school like and she waved to me and someone was like is that your mom like no she's waving no, no I remember no. that to pretend that her parents were not her parents all the time especially if they were dressed <laughs> as clowns and she would like literally wait there till nobody was looking like and then go home because listen I get go it, in the car and just duck <laughs> but yeah I just I remember I remember them like I, I don't honestly I don't remember it being a big deal for me but like you said that's not my personality so one last funny story. When we were, God, I don't know, like fifth grade, sixth grade, mm -hmm. this boy in our class had a park birthday party and there was like a picnic and I think we went on like a trail hike. I don't know. Did you get lost? 
I got lost. Do you remember? I, so I got lost. I stopped to tie my shoe. And I think you didn't wait for me or someone didn't wait for me because I went to tie my shoe and then you y'all like just left. And I didn't know where I was. I'm in the woods. And anybody who knows me knows that I will get lost in a paper bag. I have no sense of direction whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Oh, so- I was at a rehearsal with you and you said, which way is home? And this was the rehearsal hall was very close to your apartment. And we said, go this way, honey. Go, go this way. And we point like, I'm pretty sure we pointed. We said like, go right or something. It wasn't like a north, south, east, west situation because I don't know that shit either. Mm-hmm. And uh, we start walking. At, like we were, we stopped to chat for a little longer with like myself and a few other people. And then we start walking and we see you turn around and come back the other way. You were lost like two blocks from your apartment. I don't have so, any sense of direction whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I stopped to tie my shoe and then I look up and I don't know where y'all went. And I just kept getting more and more lost. And I'm crying. I'm like, I don't know where I am. I'm lost in the park. The garbage man found me and brought me back to the site of the party. And the next, not the next day, but that was like on the Saturday or something. So Monday at school, all anyone could talk about was Kelly got lost at so-and-so's party and the garbage man found her. Oh, I'm glad you were found. Do you remember that? I don't remember why I lost you, but I do remember our garbage man finding you. Well, it was super fun having you on the show. Thanks so much for joining us. It's been amazing. Thank you guys so much. I loved it. It's been a trip down memory lane for sure. Thank you for sharing all of this inside Kelly knowledge with me. I super appreciate it. Anytime. Thank you guys for listening and joining us on Creative Confessionals. And we will listen to you next week or hear you next week. You'll hear us next week. Well, you know the drill. You got it. We'll be in your ear holes next week. Yeah. Next week. Bye, guys. Bye.